just like you, Jesus. I want to pray like you. want to love like you. I want to look like you, just like you, Jesus. Welcome to Magnified Word Broadcast with Bishop Chris Quinston Addo, a son of the prophet, Darkie Wood Mills. Teaching the nations with signs, wonders, and prophetic manifestations, He's currently the senior pastor of the Captain of Salvation Cathedral, Kaswa Nyinyano Kokraba. Now on today's message. We are also in a locality where we speak. So even if you are Chinese, if you are Nigerian, if you are from anywhere, I think Akwaba there, you must know it. So look at your neighbor again and tell your neighbor you are Akwaba. Okay, um, so today I want us to make confession about turning around your breakthroughs. Yeah. Hallelujah. Those who are clapping, I think they understand what it means. Turning around your breakthroughs. Well, just before I do that, I, it's just okay to also share a testimony. Because you can, you can look outside there, you can see a new car. And, it's a, it's a car. Oh, please. Oh, well, you're clapping. Okay. <laughs> it's my, my new car bought by my siblings. My brothers and sisters decided to bless me. And the reason why I'm saying this is, it's a sign that what we are doing is real. Uh Because I have been confessing and declaring, Father, I also have a whatever and so and so forth. As you are blessing us, all these things that we are seeing, the ceiling and all that, is God honoring the confession. And sometimes God wants to prove to you that the man of God is a man of God. So he would also show by blessing the man of God and you also see that even without you, he can do what he wants to do. Without somebody, God will still bless you. Lift up your hand and say, I receive my blessing. With this faith, I want you to stand to your feet. And then we are making these 12 powerful declarations this morning. If you can close your eyes, just say after me, Holy Spirit, multiply your grace upon my life. In Jesus' mighty name. The anointing of revelation. The anointing of revelation. Fall upon my spirit this morning. In the name of Jesus. Anointing of wisdom. Fall upon my inner man. In Jesus name. Holy Ghost fire. Open the eyes of my spirit. This morning. In Jesus name. Oh Lord. Let all the angels. Let all the angels. Assigned to assist in my life and my ministry receive fire 
in the name of Jesus. Any power that has arrested my angels be arrested and release my angels now in the name of Jesus. Oh, mighty hand of God, I declare and decree fall upon my life and my family and my church and protect us in Jesus name oh Lord let me and my descendants dwell under the shadow of the almighty all the days of our lives in Jesus name oh Lord Keep me, my ministry, my family, my descendants after me in your pavilion in the name of Jesus. For in your pavilion, evil arrows cannot locate me, cannot locate us in Jesus name. Every evil arrow that has come into my life in the past days in the past weeks in the past months in the past years even last night I declare in the name of Jesus jump up and come out of my life now in Jesus name oh Lord God of Elijah Arise in your power and let all my enemies fall before me this week in the name of Jesus. Finally, oh Lord, oh Lord, whenever my enemies plan any attack against me in the future, let their counsel Turn into foolishness in Jesus' mighty name. Begin to speak in tongues over what you have declared. Father, we declare what we want to see. We decree because our mouths are anointed. And we seal all these declarations with the precious blood of Jesus. And in Jesus' mighty name, we have prayed. Amen. Clap your hands for Jesus. And please take your seat. So every Sunday, we'll be making this declaration. And I believe that God would honor us. Amen. I'm preaching for a short time this morning. And my title is What the Pharisees Taught Us About Tithing. What the Pharisees Taught Us About Tithing. Look at your neighbor and tell your neighbor, Tithing is very important. As a Christian, Without paying your tithes, 
Tell your neighbor without paying your tithe, you are going nowhere in blessing. Mm-hmm. Ralph, oh, Raphael, is it not true? It's true. So, in Luke chapter 18, I want to read from verse 9. Luke chapter 18, verse 9. Venice, Luke chapter 18, verse 9. Bible says, And he spake this parable unto certain which trust in themselves that they were righteous and despised others. The next verse. Two men went up into the temple to pray. The one a Pharisee and the other a publican. Verse 11. The Pharisee stood and prayed thus with himself God. God, I thank thee that I am not as other men are. Extortionists, unjust, adulterous, or even as this publican. I fast twice in the week. How many fast twice in a week? Look at your neighbor and tell your neighbor that this person is a Christian. Pa. I mean, you and me know that we don't fast twice a week. If you have eaten banku before you are here. I mean, I mean, we don't fast twice in a week. Even when as a church we decide to fast, most of you struggle to fast. As well as those who struggle, you see on their faces that when they come, they look very spiritual, you know. <laughs> Usually those who are looking very spiritual, they moon. You see? Then, I fast twice in the week. I give tithes of all, of all that I possess. And the publican standing afar off would not lift up so much as his eyes unto heaven, but smote upon his breast, saying, God, be merciful, be merciful to me, a sinner, be merciful. Hey, look, in life, eh, God will get you to a point where you don't trust yourself again. And usually that is the point where God wants to bless you. Undua. The publican is like most of us. He said, Oh God, have mercy on me. I am a sinner. He didn't even want to look up. Look at the next verse, verse 14. I tell you, Jesus is speaking now. This man went down to his house justified rather than the other, rather than the publican. For everyone that exalted himself, Jesus is teaching us something, exalted himself shall be brought down or shall be abased. And he that humbleth himself shall be exalted. I want us to look at another version. Maybe we look at uh, Amplified. 
Is it possible? Because there are some four lessons I want us all to learn from this scripture. Let me read if you have it. Amplify. Okay, let me read it. Now listen carefully. Verse 9 of Luke chapter 18. He also told the parable to some people who trusted in themselves and were confident that they were righteous, posing outwardly as upright and in right standing with God and who viewed others with contempt. And then, Mr. Oh, sorry, I'm begging you, but try not to be. You think you are righteous. You shouldn't be. I shouldn't be. You shouldn't be. Sometimes, when you think you are a man of God, you think you are righteous, don't even get there. That's why sometimes God will want to show you some few things when you think that you are righteous. He will show you some few things. You know, you see that you are not <laughs> something, something. How I many have seen some of these things before? Something that is like, by the time you are, it's like, your hands, your two hands are, it will show you, like, you are not that you think that you are what? No, 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 no. Recently, if you remember, we were going to, I was going to preach during the crusade. Those who were there. And when I was climbing the stage, I fell down. That day, I was, I felt I was anointed there. So as I was going, I was just, and then, on the stage, public view, small stage. And when I got up, I mean, I just told God, if you can use anything, Lord, you can use me. I, I became because I'm a cousin, because of bored. Me too, for because this is not the message, but me too, for say, try not to get to a point where you feel that you are you. Minister, Mr. Gershon, do you understand? When you are sharing the scripture, people are clapping for you. Let don't enter into your head that you are you. Because yes, one day we will quote the scripture. I was my cousin, John chapter three verse sixteen. Now can't be before from. Now, Kikani may be war. Nebuchadnezzar. But you're Bishop Baku. No, see. Okay, international program. No, your friend, no. Or the America. No, the full stage, no. People were clapping and shouting. So as he started preaching, and he was doing demonstrations, and as he was doing the demonstration, then here. Come on. <laughs> no, I mean, I don't want to think about it. On the stage, oh. And the stage is not this stage. It's a very big stage. And all your things have. So he just went cool like that. But he said, the Lord told him that I wanted you to calm down. It was this guy. The guy we are reading about, who thought that he was a proud guy? He was a Pharisee. He was not a bad boy. He 
was not into the things that he's saying some people were into. But even such a person was also saying that he was into some things that people who are not into those things are some way. And that is tithe. That is first thing. Many a bad boy but tithe how much more are you a bad boy or a bad girl? I still take it that serious. Even him, God was not impressed with his things. Though God was happy that he knew that tithe was something that was very important. Are you getting the story? So he says that. He also told this parable to some people who trusted in themselves and were confident that they were righteous, that they were upright and in right standing with God, and scorned and made nothing of all the rest of men. My prayers at this church, we believers will not be like that. Don't scorn people. Don't laugh at people. We should get to a point where we ourselves as look. If you see someone that's a problem, put yourself in the person's shoes. And then, as much as possible, what you can do best is to pray for the person or be a blessing to the person or help the person. Oh, Tiasiaka, Amen. Clap for Jesus. That is a Christian. Don't stand somewhere and say, oh, look at him. He thinks that it. He thinks that that. He thinks that that. Don't talk like that. I feel God. It is not the main message, but I feel God wants me to say it. Don't talk like that. You mean the chair the canting and the business no ever form? Don't talk like that. You mean the chair the canting and a warrior and ego? Don't talk like that. You mean the chair the canting of Oshias or Crusade? Don't talk like that. Because you see, life eh, is not clear. <laughs> it's not clear. I have I have become more humble these days because. A lot of things keep humbling me. And then I also see people who are being humble. And I realize that, hey, life is not smooth. Even when you are going higher in God, that is when you have to take your time. Don't say that since you became a bishop, that's why the ceiling is coming up. When you start talking like that, God will show you something right now. And I, I don't think like that. Don't say that, oh, me, because I'm beautiful, that's why gentlemen like me. Because my family, we, we know how to handle men, that's why our marriages are not. Don't talk like that. If you talk like that, God will let you see something, you will be shocked. <laughs> You'll be shocked. <laughs> you will be shocked. Oh, because I speak good English, that's why I can relate with people. So, this man, that was how he was talking. Bible says in verse 10, two men went up into the temple enclosure to pray. One a Pharisee, this man, the Pharisee, that's how he was talking. And the other, a tax collector. The Pharisee stood, hmm, ostentatiously. Did they? Ostentatiously. Verse 11. The Pharisee stood. Here it says, took his stand ostentatiously and began praying to himself in a self-righteous way. 
saying, God. I'm sure even the way you mentioned God cries like, God, <laughs> thank you. And I'm not like the rest of men. Who are the rest of men? Swindlers? They can't swindle. As it just saying, So he said, what the guy was saying is that me and you, we are, we are swindlers. Unjust, dishonest, adulteress. Adulteress means you are not, you are sleeping with somebody who is not your wife or your husband. Say, look, all these people, they are adulteress. How can you talk to me? You look at Uncle Mike, you are calling him an adulterer. What are you saying? What are you saying? But, but he was saying to me, I'm not into pornography, I'm not into all those things. Okay. Jesus is listening. Or even like this tax collector, then he pointed somebody who was praying and was coolly just praying under tone. Sometimes, when you see people who are gentle, don't despise them. Yeah. Don't despise them. When you see people who handle their things in a cool way, don't think that they are, they are not powerful. <laughs> that is why God has shocked the whole world by blessing Bishop Dad. He looks very unassuming, very gentle, very coolly. But God is using him mightily. And you see people who are loud. Hey! Yeah! Yeah! Well, we don't see anything. You don't see anything. I'm not saying anything. I'm just saying that uh, don't be confused by some of these things. Look at your neighbor and tell but the pastor is saying something very important. <laughs> then he went on verse 12. He says that I fast twice a week. Let's just say, I die a woman on my fast day. How many of us are like him? I fast, and I'm sure he's not talking about this fasting where, where you have taken some bread and some tea and say, no. <laughs> when did Ben Kuna find a fasting? What? By four years, one of tea. I did I can't. Who find a fasting? There's, there's, there's a man of God who says that when he finishes breakfast, that's when he's starting his fast. It's a type of fast. I pay tithes of all that I get. This is where I'm taking my message from. And I'm preaching for a short time. I just have to help you to understand the environment of the scripture. But the tax collector, standing at a distance, would not even raise his eyes to heaven, but was striking his chest in humility and repentance. Saying, God, be merciful. I don't know what you are done. She said, It's like, I'm, I'm bad. And this guy was walking around thinking that he's an anakazu person. He doesn't do all these bad things. He even fasts, he pays tithes and all those things. And look at what Jesus had to say. I tell you, this man went to his home justified. The guy who did not believe himself 
forgiven of the guilt of sin and placed in right standing with God rather than the other man. For everyone who exalts himself will be humbled. But he who humbles himself, forsaking self-righteous pride, will be exalted. Somebody say amen. Amen. Points number one. I'm giving you four points. Please write it down. What, What the Pharisees taught us about tithing. Number one. The Pharisees showed us that tithing is indeed a form of righteousness. The Pharisees showed us that tithing is indeed a form of righteousness. Are you writing it down? Okay. The Pharisees showed us that tithing is indeed a form of righteousness. Mary? It's a form of righteousness. Though God was not happy with them, he was happy with the fact that even Pharisees cry, they don't joke with time. It's a form of righteousness. Number two, the Pharisees showed us that tithing and fasting are similar spiritual activities. The Pharisees showed us that tithing and fasting are similar spiritual activities. So, so that's why he was, he was actually making a point that, look, Father, look at me, me, I fast twice. I pay my tithe. I'm telling you my, <laughs> my resume. Eh? My, my, the things I've done that you should look at, respond quickly. And these are the things I've done. I fast twice. I pay tithes of all. I'm sure he was, I don't do this. I don't do that. These are all equated on the same level. So fasting is powerful. Equal or can relate with tithing. Why am I sharing today's message? I have been sharing on tithing for the past one month. But interestingly, those of us who pay tithe are the same people who pay tithe. And those who don't pay tithe are still not paying tithe. And God is not happy with you pay tithe. Because God wants to bless this church. eh? Recently somebody shared a dream the person had with me. And he saw money. Money in the church. Huge money. So when the prophet, the man of God last week was prophesying these things, I said, this man of God is in the spirit. Everything that he was saying was actually something that in my spirit I knew of. I mean, this car which I just got this week, the seats are cream. Those of us who were here last week, he was saying something and then cream, cream seats in the car. And I said, hey, you see, some of the things that he was saying, he said, God is going to raise millionaires out of this church. God is, I don't know if you are putting yourself inside, but all these things, he said, 20,000 members. He said that our church will be known in Ghana. You can't believe that a church in Yanyano Kakraba can be known in Ghana. But that is where God is taking us to. 
And how is he going to do it? God is going to bless you. God is going to bless your sister. He's going to bless your brother. He's going to bless me. God is going to make us so great that now we may be forced to be on television. We may be forced to be heard. People will say that there's some church be in Kaswa that everybody goes there seems to have a miracle. People go there when they are lame, they get healed. When they are sick, they get healed. When they are blind, they get healed. That thing is going to happen practically. But it's because God has chosen to bless us, Reverend. And he sees that we are faithful. You, you can choose not to believe it. Today when I look back, I realize how a lot of prophecies that has happened in the past are just falling in place. And one of the things that will let you qualify to be one of those that God wants to bless is the tithing. Tithing is not a pastor taking your money, but it is you aligning yourself with God so that God can guarantee that he can trust you. He cannot trust me with a lot of things. Because if I cannot pay my tithes, then I will steal the church's money. Which some pastors do. But I cannot do that. I don't even joke. As my administrator, I don't even joke with one city. Even one city. Sometimes I can be so mad at just one city that has fallen down on the floor. <laughs> That's how I am. Because that one city is somebody's offering. And until that offering goes to where it should go to, that person's blessing cannot come. I cannot. So, I must be faithful with my tithing. And even the Pharisees knew that. There were people who were always trying to make sure that God, only God must be happy with them. And I pay tithes of all. All. And that's what I've been teaching. Pay tithes of all. Pay tithes of all. Pay tithes of the car. Yeah. It is paying tithes on iPad. Paying tithes on shoe. Paying tithes of coat. That is what you make. You, God will give you a TV. And then you pay tithes on a TV. And God will give you a this. Then if you pay tithes on all. Pay tithes on the prophet. Pay tithes on that gift that somebody gave to you. Look at your neighbor and tell your neighbor, I can see that you have not been doing it. That's why Bishop is preaching like that. <laughs> Did you tell mommy? You are shy. You told her. Did you tell me that some because nobody is sitting by you. Look at her and tell him. Is that No bishop is saying it. <laughs> On a more serious note, everybody who has that, you will have a testimony. And by the end of this year, everybody will have a testimony. If you believe it, say amen. Number three, and I'm just closing with point number four. Number three. The Pharisees showed us that you must not become proud because you pay your tithes faithfully. The Pharisees showed us that you must not become proud because you pay your tithes faithfully. (laughs) 
And this one, Jesus was the one who had to point it out. That Utiya tithing today. Utiya tithing today. Because the fact that the Pharisees thought they were paying tithing, he had that impetus. He had that defiance. Or he had that misroshi. Because we tithe. Paying tithe doesn't mean you should be proud. And they were teaching us that. Unfortunately, unfortunately, it is Jesus who had to show us that. If Jesus didn't show us that, we wouldn't have seen it. Yeah, this guy, yes, he pays his tithe, but it has made him raise himself. So, we don't have to actually be proud because we pay our tithes. We still have to be humble. Can I have an amen? amen? And the last point, the Pharisees showed us that you may pay your tithes, but still not please God. This is very important as I end with this. The Pharisees showed us that you may pay your tithes, but still not please God. And so, like the scripture I read, they were paying his tithe. So what? God said, look, I am not happy with this guy. I'm happy rather with this person that looks like he has done something bad. He was beating his chest. Lord, have mercy. Bible didn't say that this this publican was not paying title. It didn't say that. But it's almost like the Pharisee was creating an impression that he doesn't pay his tithe. But God was not moved by that. You may pay your tithe, which is something God expects of you to do. But it also doesn't mean that God is happy with you. Because it's not, with all due respect, what I'm going to say, with all due respect. When I say pay tithes of all, it doesn't mean pay tithes of foolish things. Because some people are drug addicts. Or they are into drugs. Or they are into prostitution. You go and prostitute and get money. So I'm going to pay tithes of it. You know what it is, is that God expects tithes from people who have a covenant relationship with him. If you have a covenant relationship with the Lord, there are some things you will not do for money. Your preaching is getting something, eh? You cannot be staking lot. And then when the money comes, he said, oh, I saw me to for an enemy to to sudo. And then you go and then bring the money and bring it to God as your tithe. Must me not to know. But surely, God who sees and the one who blesses can see that this money, I can't bless it. So the money may be in the church, be used to do church things and all that. But the Lord who blesses will not bless you. And that's what usually happens. So we are not talking about just tithes of just anything. And I don't have time to go into all that. It's in Malachi chapter 1 and Malachi chapter 3. There must be, your givings must be acceptable unto God. Your tithing must be tithing based on Say that the Pharisees showed us that you may pay your tithe, but God may not be pleased with you. So you can't just move around and say, me, I pay my tithe. God is also looking at other things. 
that must be in place for him to bless you. You may be bringing your tithes, but God may not be pleased with you. So, you are then a type of a Pharisee. But from today's message, my prayer is that we will take our tithing seriously. Even if Pharisees, who are some way, like it is said that Pharisees are far to see. Eh? And Sadducees are what? Sad to see. Did you know that? You should know that if you have been in this church for a while. Bishop used to say, it is far to see. Farasi, far to see. Sadducees, sad to see. It's prophet Dag that said it. So if Pharisees can even pay their time, what about you and I? Close your eyes and let's pray. Heavenly Father, this morning we thank you for feeding us with your word. Your way says that, and we shall ask, give us this day our daily bread. This morning we have asked for our daily bread, our spiritual food as a church. And we thank you, Lord, that we are learning a lot from the Pharisees who also taught us about tithing. Deliver us from evil and help us to put this word in practice. As doers of your word. In Jesus' mighty name. Every eye closed. If you're here this morning, maybe somebody invited you, but you know deep down in your heart that you're not born again. My brother, my sister, one of the best things you can have as a gift is to have Jesus as your Lord and personal Savior. You may be going to church, but until you're born again, you cannot go to heaven. So you want to say, Pastor, what should I do? I want to show you what you have to do. Simple. Prayer. A prayer that a pastor will lead you to pray. That will change your life forever. If you are here like that, you want to say, Bishop, please pray with me. Lift up your hand and I'll pray with you. Lift up your hand. If you are here like that, you want to say, please pray with me. I want to give my life to Jesus. Lift up your hand. Don't be shy. Lift up your hand and I'll pray with you. Maybe you are listening to us via audio, via whatever means. If you are not born again, I want you to say this prayer with me. And then right there in your room, you'll be born again. I want the whole church to say, Lord Jesus. Say it loud. Lord Jesus, please forgive me of all my sins and have mercy on me. Lord, come into my heart and be the Lord of my life. Please write my name in the book of life. From today, I am born again. I will serve you all the days of my life. Thank you for receiving me as your child. In Jesus name. Amen. Clap your hands for Jesus for his word. God bless you. 
Let's have communion served right away. Then after the communion, we are moving into a ceremony, a short ceremony of graduation of those who have successfully gone through the schools. Communion. Lord, I want to be my life to please you. Lord, my life before you to remove. Making me a vessel fit for honor. That I might walk the way pleases you. To be pleasing. To be pleasing you, pleasing you. This is all I really want to do. To be pleasing you, pleasing you. This is all I really want to do. To your feet with your bread. This is all I really want to do. If you'd rather sing, you would sing. To be stand here in office as your priest and I ask that this bread be anointed and as your people put it in your mouth may it turn into the body of Jesus for as we eat this body may every sickness and weakness in our lives dissolve under the power of the body of Jesus and under the power of the Holy Spirit and I pray that anything that has been fighting us Fighting our flesh, fighting our health, fighting our mind, fighting our spiritual life, Lord shall be overcome through this communion in the name of Jesus. Lift up and say the body of Jesus and eat it by faith as a medicine. I lift up the wine. Jesus on the same night also lifted up the cup of wine and said, this is my blood poured out for you. Believe it, you are drinking blood. As you see it as wine, it turns into blood. And the blood has power to forgive. It has power to heal. It has power to redeem. It has power to cover you, even if arm robbers are looking for you. Because of this communion, <laughs> they will not see you. The blood has the power to heal. Say the blood of Jesus and drink it by faith. Receive our blessing. Father, we thank you that through this communion, this week, is a week of blessing in Jesus' mighty name.
God's people, please say amen. God bless you. Please sit on top of your I believe you've been blessed for listening to this powerful message. For prayers and counseling, contact the following numbers. 0273-240-449. 0540-774941. Stay blessed.